Welcome to the LHA Church Podcast. This is Jerry Galloway, and I'm the pastor of LHA Church. Thanks for joining us today. I pray this blesses you, strengthens your faith to know that God is working in your life. Enjoy the message. We've been talking the last few weeks about the gifts of God. This passage, we know it so well, for God so loved the world that he gave. He gave something that would last more than a lifetime. He gave something that would last for all eternity. He gave his one and only son. That whoever, friend, that's you, that's me. Whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. He has given the greatest gifts that could ever be given. We all know and we understand that Christmas is a season about giving and the giving of gifts to others. And for most, when we choose a gift, we try to do so to give a gift that has meaning and a gift that has some value. I'd like for you to turn with me this morning. We're going to go to Matthew chapter 2 together. Matthew chapter 2. I want to read the account this morning, the Magi visiting the Messiah. Matthew chapter number 2. Beginning in verse number 1, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose, and we have come to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed and all Jerusalem with him. And when he had called together all the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them where the Messiah was to be born. In Bethlehem in Judea, they replied. For this is what the prophet has written. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judea, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For out of you will come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. When then Herod called the Magi secretly and found out from them the exact time that the star had appeared, he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the child. And as soon as you find him, report to me so that I too may go and worship him. After they had heard the king, they went on their way, and the star they had seen when it rose went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. And when they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming into the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary. And they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. 
Have you ever, as you considered this account of the Christmas story, have you ever wondered why the Magi brought gifts of gold and frankincense and myrrh? Why these things? It, I don't know about you, but if I am going to buy a gift for a baby, especially a newborn baby, probably not going to buy gifts that are like this. In the natural, they don't seem to be gifts that would be especially oriented for a newborn baby. This morning, I want us to consider the significance of these gifts in light of Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the Savior. Why would they travel so far to give a gift like this? We know, first of all, that gold is a very precious metal, and we understand that it's a high uh, highly valuable commodity in our world today. And the truth is the Bible doesn't clearly tell us the significance of all these three gifts. However, tradition tells us there is a far deeper meaning for each of these gifts that were given. Their gifts, the Magi brought, were prophetic in reality. The gold... The gold was symbolic of divinity. Gold is mentioned throughout the Bible. The Ark of the Covenant in Exodus 25 was overlaid with gold. The temple in the Old Testament was ordinately fashioned with gold. The gift of gold to the Christ child would have been symbolic of his divine nature. He was God. He was the God-man. He was God in the flesh, Emmanuel, God with us. This was no ordinary baby born in Bethlehem's stable. This gift caused the recognition of who he really was. Not even the king by earthly standards. He was the king of all time by heavenly standards. What they didn't realize, the star that shone over that place in Bethlehem. He was the creator of the star. He was the creator of it all. He was there in the beginning, in the beginning God. John 1, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. They gave gold, prophetically speaking, because they recognized who he was. Then they gave the gift of frankincense. Frankincense is a highly fragrant uh, substance, especially when it is burned. And therefore, in Exodus 30, in worship in the tabernacle, frankincense was burned as a pleasant aroma and a pleasant offering to God. Frankincense is a symbol of holiness and righteousness. The gift of frankincense to the Christ child would have most assuredly been symbolic of his willingness to become the sacrifice of worship. He was willing to become the sacrifice for all men to make us a pleasant and pleasing smell to God. Romans says the wages of sin is death. Death does not give a pleasant smell. Frankly, 
Our lives did not offer a pleasant offering before we came to Christ. Before the Christ child and salvation came, our lives only, if you will, uh, our lives reeked of death and the spirit of death. Jesus Christ would come to be that pleasant aroma. The Bible says him who knew no sin, became sin for us, that you and I might become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. What I once was because of Jesus, I no longer am. There's not even the residual. No longer even the residual of who I used to be. Redeemed. How I love to proclaim it. Redeemed. By the blood of the Lamb. It was symbolic of his sacrifice of worship, giving himself up to God as an offering to the Heavenly Father. Then they brought the gift of myrrh. Myrrh was a spice that was used extensively in the ancient Middle East for embalming and in burial preparations. There were times that we see in the Bible it was mixed with wine and it was used as an analgesic drink and it was offered to Christ the Savior when he is on the cross and he's about to die and in the moment of crucifixion they offered the drink mixed with myrrh. Later, after his death, John 19 and verse 39 tells us about the man Nicodemus who had become a follower of Christ and provided the place Nicodemus brought myrrh to be used as a barrel spice that he might prepare the body of Jesus Christ. Myrrh. Myrrh symbolizes bitterness, suffering, affliction, and even death. The baby Jesus would eventually suffer in a great way as a man. The baby Jesus would ultimately pay the price when he would give his life on the cross for all who would believe in him. The myrrh, that gift was prophetic. As it looked forward through time and it spoke of his death for all mankind. The gifts that were given, my friend, they were not just random gifts, but these were gifts given with meaning and purpose. They were given to him because of who he was, and the good news is who he still is today. We're not talking about someone who just once was. He is today. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever, my friends. He forever lives. You know, as we come to this holiday season, and you and I have come and gathered in this worship service today, we are quickly approaching Christmas Day. And I wonder today what you might consider when you think about what gift you might give him. You know, we live through this time, and we're so busy buying gifts for everyone else, and you know... Uh, I don't know if you ever feel this way, but sometimes somebody gives you, have you ever been in a place and somebody gave you a gift and you thought, oh no, I have nothing to give. Isn't that the worst feeling in the world? 
You think I'm such a worm. I'm such a terrible friend. I didn't even think to bring you something. And here you give me this wonderful gift. So we buy gifts for loved ones. We buy gifts for friends. We buy gifts for acquaintances. And we bring them. But the truth is, most of them really, they may be a friend. Maybe they're a family member. But they've never really done anything really incredible for us. They've loved us, and that's been great. They've been a friend. That's been wonderful. But they've usually never done anything that will dramatically change your life. Nothing like he did. Jesus Christ gave the greatest gift that could ever be given, and he gave it for you, and he gave it for me. So I wonder today, you know, often, I don't know about you, but often, you know, we come to the place where we say, Lord Jesus, I receive you as my Savior. I give you my life. And uh, often it's easy to say, well, I gave him my life, and I don't have anything else to give. I'd like to encourage you today to consider yet what you might give to him. Are there areas of your life that you still need to yield to him and to give to him. You know, strangely enough, we often think of a gift as something that benefits the other, but in this case, I would submit to you the gift you give to him will actually benefit your life. I can give him my worries, my fears, and you know what? He's happy. I don't know. Have you ever got a gift that, you open it, you're like, good Lord, this is the worst gift in the whole world. You're thinking, what in the world? You're thinking, who can I give this gift to? <laughs> I mean, it's just a terrible gift. And, and your first thought was, what? They were excited to give me this? Because we're so used to, you know, the person that, that we give the gift to, they want to be happy about what we've given so therefore, we try to make it as valuable as, as we can. You know what? The only thing you and I can give him is broken pieces, shattered dreams, wounded hearts, fears, worries, anxieties. And the good news is he is so willing to take those gifts. He's so willing to receive what you and I would give to him. So I wonder during this time, what, what gift might you give him? They gave him myrrh. Maybe for you, it'll be taking this step and yielding your heart and life to Jesus Christ. They gave him frankincense. Maybe for you, maybe it will be a new year of greater commitment. Maybe he's been calling you to a closer walk with him, a life of prayer and the word. Maybe it's a greater determination to live in the will of God for your life and to yield to his plan. They gave him gold. Maybe for you, maybe it's a, an area of addiction or a habit or a, an area he's been talking you to you to give to him. And as you do, we yield to his lordship. I give today because I submit and surrender to your Lordship. You are the King. 
So I ask you today again, what will you give him? Truth is, every one of us have something to give. And in closing this morning, I what I want to do is I want to lead us in a prayer, but just right where you're seated this morning. I'm going to ask you in a few moments to bow your head. Close your eyes. And I'd like to encourage you just as I lead in a prayer for us congregation, I encourage you to enter into a prayer with the Lord and talk to Him today about what you'd like to give Him. What will you give Him? Friend, maybe, maybe during this Christmas season, maybe it's a time of returning to Him. For, for you, maybe it's a time of coming back to Him. You've been away for a while. Time to come back. No matter what area, I encourage you just to talk to him today as we pray. Would you bow your heads? Our Heavenly Father, we are so thankful today. Lord, I, I don't think there are enough words to describe how our hearts are grateful today for what you've given to us. Lord, I pray that you would speak to our hearts today or about what we might give to you. Lord, for those that are wrestling with worry and fears and anxieties today, may we give them to you. For those today who have a great need in their life, maybe today what they're going to give to you is that need. For those who maybe have been away from you for a little while. Today, in church, they'd say, it's time for me to return to the Lord. Lord, I give you my all. Maybe, friend, you've been sitting on the throne of your life and you say, it's time to give him my all. I've been doing my own thing. I've been doing my own plan. But I want to go his way, his plan. Father, today, would you listen for the hearts of these people gathered in this room? Lord, we give you our everything today. And in light of what you've given to us, Lord, we give our all to you. We love you. Lord, our hearts are so grateful and thankful for all that you've done for us. We love you. We give you thanks for these things. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Before we leave this morning, uh, I have something really incredible, 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 incredible to share with you today. During this uh, holiday season, this time of giving, uh, we have some missionaries that we support. Russ and Sarah Farhood, who are missionaries to Equatorial Guinea. Today in Equatorial Guinea, there are no church structures like you and I sit in today. Uh, it is a nation of people who have been away from God, and frankly, there's not been any missionaries in the region for many years. 
And so Russ and Sarah and their little baby girl, Ruth is her name, they've headed to Equatorial Guinea. Just off the, right off the coast of Africa there to share the gospel. One of the great needs they have is all they've had for the people who have uh, been meeting together for church. All they've had is a little, uh, what we might call a little lean-to. Small sticks and some old metal over the top just to try to get them out of the weather to meet. Uh, Russ and Sarah have shared with us the need. They, they have been able to connect with uh, a company that would provide a steel structure and the metal to be able to put up a church building. Uh, it would put the framing all up. All the roofing would be done. The framing would be there. The people of Equatorial Guinea then will put up the walls. You and I, this holiday season, uh, we have encouraged you throughout this year uh, in giving and missions. And you as a church have done an incredible, incredible job of giving to missions this year alone. We have been able to, to up all of our missionaries to $100 a month. We've been able to take on three new missionaries in that process. And there has been enough come in in surplus above that to enable us as a congregation to build a building for the people of Equatorial Guinea. Amen. 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 Tammy, if you'll help me with some of the pictures, I'd like to show you. This is what the people of Equatorial Guinea have been having to try to meet under to be able to have church. Um, there's been very little there in support for them to be able to help them. Tammy, if you'll go to the next slide. This is part of a steel structure that we would be able to, to, be able to put up and to provide a church. If you go to the next picture. There it is with the roof on. One more picture. This is a finished product. Amen. Amen. For $7,000, we can get all of the steel shipped there, get the steel put up, and get everything done to provide a building for them in Ecuador Guinea. So the good news is today, from Lighthouse Assembly, there's a gift of $7,000 going to provide the steel and the building. And so Lighthouse Assembly is building a church in Equatorial Guinea. Amen. 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 I'm so proud of you, so proud of, of the heart that you've had for missions this year. And this is such an incredible way of seeing uh, how we've been able to give. And, you know, when we come around to after the first year, we'll come around to an annual business meeting, and I'm not, I don't want to take time for that, but a few years ago, our missionary commitments actually were in a deficit. As a church, we were having to make up the extra to, to do them. You have given so heartily. We've been able to bring all of our missionaries up a level every month, and we've been able to gain three new missionaries at $100 a month this year, and there was a surplus there to build this church for the kingdom of God. And I tell you, it's through the faithfulness of God's people. 
And so today, I, I, I'll be honest with you, all week I was like, how, how can I share this? Because I wanted to share it right in the beginning. But, but uh, I just wanted to share today what a wonderful opportunity you and I have to give. And we are giving a gift as a church that has everlasting implications. People can come. Yes. People will be able to come to a church in Equatorial Guinea, hear the gospel of Jesus Christ, be saved, enter into the work of the kingdom, and it's all because some people are literally around the world had a heart for missions, and you gave. You gave. And so would you stand with me this morning? I'd like to close our time together as we uh, depart here in just a moment. I'd like to close our time. And let's, would you join me? And let's pray for Russ and Sarah. And let's pray for the people of Equatorial Guinea as the gospel goes forth. Would you join me? And let's pray. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you today for what Russ and Sarah and their baby Ruth is doing in Equatorial Guinea. Lord, we pray in the name of Jesus. God, I pray a great anointing upon their lives. I pray, God, you'll use them in a mighty, mighty, mighty way. Lord, as they work to raise up churches all across Equatorial Guinea for the gospel of Jesus Christ. Lord, I pray today for the people, the people who are yet to hear the gospel, the people that will go to a church that doesn't even exist today, but in days to come, they're going to walk into a building and hear the gospel and be saved. Lord, I pray your blessing. Lord, the steps of righteous people are ordered by the Lord. I pray you'll line up every detail, God, to fulfill your purpose and your plan. Lord, we love you. We thank you, Lord, for all of your blessing. And we give you praise for all these things. In Jesus' name, and all the church shouted, amen, amen and amen. Merry Christmas. Be sure to get your picture taken with your family out of the lobby. They'll be on Facebook this week. God bless you. Merry Christmas to each one of you.